Yes indeed, yes indeed. Y'all know what this is. That's right, you know this beat. This is the Keith Battle Podcast. I'm Keith Battle. I'm your host. Welcome to the Keith Battle Podcast. And I'm so excited to come to you today because today we have with us the world-renowned Benjamin, Benjamin. B.B. Winans, <laughs> best known as an inspirational R&B popular vocalist, songwriter who along with his musical partner and his sister Cece Winans are the first true Christian crossover artist to hit the mainstream. B.B. also served as a former executive music producer for the OWN Network's latest scripted series, Greenleaf, and host of his own radio show on the Heart and Soul Channel 68 on Sirius XM Radio Networks on Sunday mornings. His critically acclaimed musical, Born for This, is a universal story for anyone who has ever yearned for something, for anyone who is looking to find their purpose in life. B.B. Winans, y'all, has won, not just been nominated for, he has won six Grammy Awards, 10 Dove Awards, six Stella Awards, four NAACP Awards, three with CC, she was carrying him, and one with 3WB <laughs> with his brothers Marvin and Carvin. He's won three Soul Train Music Awards, two of them because of CC. <laughs> BB is also an author who wrote the book The Whitney I Knew about his, new, about his relationship with his dear friend Whitney Houston. He is also an actor, has been featured in projects such as Denzel Washington's Manchurian Candidate and Broadway's The Color Purple, opposite Chaka Khan among his credits. There's so much more that we could say about our guests, but I'll stop right there. Welcome, Mr. B.B. Wine. Thank you, sir. Mr. Thank Benjamin. You, Mr. Benjamin Winans. Mr. Benjamin Winans. Yes. And I'm excited tonight. We got an audience. I've never had an audience until you came okay. on the podcast. That's okay. So that means I'm adding to your ministry. You're adding daily such <laughs> as should be saved. Amen. Hey, man, let's start with, let's start with Need You. Tell yes. us about this new project. Man, I tell you, you, you know, you said something earlier, and my mind went to the title cut of the album, and it's called Need You. Um, it's so easy for us to say to each other, I love you, even people we just met, you mm. know, 20 minutes, you know, I love you. Yeah. Um, but it's another thing to say to someone, I need you. Wow. Because you become vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you've yeah. given them permission to use you, yes. take you for granted. And mm. so that's where I, I, I am in my life when it comes to God. I, I told him, I need you. Mm. And so when I made that decision to tell him that and really mean that, then I became vulnerable to him. Wow. So his will instead of mine. Yeah. Because I had a plan for my life. <laughs> and his my plan wasn't his. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I, I've learned that in doing that, especially with someone who you know love you, mm -hmm. um, it's 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 okay to be vulnerable to that person because yeah. that person has nothing but great and good things wow. um, for you. So it's 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 my journey. The album is my journey the last ten years since I've put something out. Wow. Yeah. Who's, who worked with you on this project? You know what? Some know. young guys, mm -hmm. um, younger, they're, they're not, you know, yeah. 20 or whatever. But I met these young men in Boston, David and Gerald Langford, actually. They were hired through a good friend for my musical in Boston to play in the band wow. and found out more about them and their talent. Yeah. And so on this album, I worked with them. They became my producers. And so I had a great, and Daniel Weatherspoon as well. Um, but it yeah, was a know, great Daniel experience for me. I want it. I haven't been passionate about singing 
in a long time. Really? Always been passionate about writing songs and writing, but I haven't been passionate about singing really? in 15 years or so. That's why you ain't seen me. Really? That's yeah. deep. Uh, I mean, uh, you just tired, just kind of tired, or what? What is? What was it? Not so much tired of 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 what I do. Music is is it's just a part of me. Right. Um, older. Uh, when you grow older, you your your taste kind of changes. Instead yeah. of wanting to do that, I wanted to sit still. I didn't want to yeah. be on planes and trains and yeah. cars and automobiles and and everywhere. I wanted to um, be there when my children were going through certain ages of their lives. Okay, um, and I just enjoyed the background. Now, now from a financial standpoint, without mm -hmm. divulging too much you were in a position where you could make that move because you had other ways of financing your life, right? Yeah, yes and no. Being a writer, though, you know, it. I learned that from the beginning. That mm -hmm. was a stream of income that would continue even when I stopped singing. Mm -hmm. But before, and, 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 and this is true, before I, me and Cece, um, arrived where we arrived, I remember being at home and I didn't have any food in the house. I didn't mm. know how I was gonna feed my family. And a knock at the door. I went to the door and my dentist, who I didn't know real well, mm -hmm. was standing at my front door with groceries. Wow. And I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm here to give you these groceries. I said, and why? Did you, you don't even know me that well. Ooh. Why did you bring me groceries? He yeah. said, look, all I know is that the Lord told me to go by the grocery store and buy you some groceries. Uh -huh. And when he did that, I remember sitting down and the Lord saying, I can take care of you the wow. rest of your life. Wow. So I didn't live in fear in different doors that God shut mm -hmm. and different doors that he opened. And in the time when he said, stand still. Sit still. Wow. He's do faithful. nothing. He's faithful. Did you have the pompadour then? Was that when you had <laughs> you had that before it was out? The Gumby. The Gumby. No, I, w I had grown out of the Gumby. Wow. Wow. But that's that was the anointing. Yeah. Because it was taking you towards the, the, the throne. <laughs> it was everything. The was Gumby thrown. or the story I shared. All of it. Both of them. <laughs> Let me ask you a question because I'm curious. Yes. When you write a song, right? Uh -huh. Do you get, how does it happen? Like, do you just hear something? Do you go through? The, do you get the words or the melody first, or does it? Ha how does it, it work? Different ways. Okay. Different ways. So let's say different lifestyles. The song "I Come From Here, You Come From There," uh -huh. two different lifestyles. Yeah. I, I was at a movie, and the movie was about this 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 couple who got divorced and they had a baby, and the girl grew up in her mother's house, and her mother was poor. Her father was very rich. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching her going from her mother's house to her father's house. I said, wow, that girl's living two different lifestyles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started humming, and I got home, and I wrote two different lifestyles. So it comes... When you, okay, so let's go to that part. So you get it in the movie, right? Right. You start humming something, mm -hmm. and you know, you know when you start humming it, this is a record, right? This is a record. Song or whatever. Yes. So when you go home, what does it mean when you say, I write it? Do you, do you write the rest? you get the words to it or you start, do you play something? You play a I play keyboard. piano. I play, yeah. Really? I play keyboard. Why are you so surprised? I've never seen you play the keyboard. I used to play the keyboard in church when my brother. I have never seen you play the keyboard. I can play, play the, the organ. You want me to play I some shouting never. music? 
I could have played for you tonight. Okay, but I do play keyboard. That's but good. Thank you. Um, but sometimes, like different lifestyles, I, I was humming the melody and singing the words at the same time. Do you, have you ever had that happen and lost it? Like oh, you yeah. couldn't get it back? So oh, do you yeah. have it like put it in your phone? I have a dictaphone phone now because at yeah, my yeah, age yeah, now, yeah, I know yeah. I'll lose it in a second. Yeah, so yeah. I always have my phone to flip it out and start singing. And there's melodies that are in there um, on the new album mm -hmm. that I had 20 years ago. You just had them in your phone I had somewhere. them in my phone. Won't he do it? Down. He'll do it. But that's because you was you were gone so long. He was building up the content. Yes, you have to live. You you said something earlier, and the the thing is with with people, with artists, with anyone, nobody wants to go through anything. Yeah, man. I wrote songs yeah. from being broken yeah. and rejected yes. and all those things, and that's why it goes to the heart of people because it's real. Absolutely, it's real. But Absolutely. I can tell, I can tell someone. God is faithful if your brother dies mm. and it was your favorite brother. Mm. It's the brother that you thought you couldn't live without. Mm. I can tell you, oh, God is faithful in there. Now, I don't wish that upon anyone yeah. because the most difficult time in my life. Yeah. But God was faithful. And so yeah. I went through it. I can write about it. I can tell you, yeah. oh, he'll be there. And that comfort that you got through it, you can extend it to others. Yes, sir. Let's talk about Ronald. Yes. The Ronald Winans Family and Friends albums were off the chain. I love those albums, <laughs> those projects. He so he died. Yeah, forty nine. Yeah, hard. What impact did his death have you on you, and what influence did his life have on you? You have to understand. So when Ronald was was at that point, we knew that he was going to pass. I remember being by myself, and I said. And my brothers know, so ain't no secret. I was making a pact with God. I was like, okay, since, since unwindings have to go, mm -hmm. I'll trade you. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'll double down. I'll give you Michael and oh, Carvin. Both of them. <laughs> don't take Ronald. Don't, wow. don't do that because wow. I knew how my life would be impacted. Because Ronald was that brother I talked to every day. Yeah. You know, I talked to Carvin every other day or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But Marvin was, uh, uh, Ronald was that one that would encourage me to do and reach for and would always say, oh, you could, you could do it. Yeah. And I was, you know, so whenever I was unsure, he was my, my, yeah. my strength and my, 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 my greatest uh, uh, cheerleader. Yeah. And so when he passed, I remember thinking life is, life is over. Mm. And to the point where I left and went to a country I'd never been before because I didn't want to hear anybody else say my condolences. Mm. That hurt when I heard that. Wow. So I went to Argentina where no one knew me and I just sat there and I just wept. And then when I got back home, a friend of mine said, you know, you need to go see a, a grief counselor. Yeah. And I went and yeah. I sat with a grief counselor who helped me understand. And, and, and it wasn't no... No, let's dive into the word. She yeah. said something to me that gave me my wings again. And she said, Bibi, she lived in, in, in Africa, in this uh, West Africa for five years. And she learned when people lost loved ones, mm -hmm. the community would just come and sit there. They didn't talk. Wow. They didn't do anything. They just yeah. was there. And so she looked at me and said, Ronald died. He was 48. And she said, that was his number. Mm. Everybody's got a number. Mm. The higher the number is, the easier for us to put our arms around it. 
the lower the number mm. is, the harder it is. So when you mm. lose someone you love at 99, mm. you can put your arms around. Yeah. You still love them, but yeah. when you lose someone at 13 and yeah. 4, it's hard to put our arms around them. She said, but you have a number. What that number is, we don't know. But I guarantee your brother would not want you to waste your numbers mm. because so it doesn't add to his. That's so good. Because his was 48. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny, you didn't care what Carvin or Michaels was. Just I, that number. Lord, I'll give you two numbers. I'll play that and box it. And we're going to box those numbers. Right? Oh, but man, so so it, it impacted my life. And I, I, I learned mm. because Ronald was a, a real giver. Mm. He really was a real giver. Mm. And so I learned giving mm -hmm. was so much better than receiving. Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's a blessing to, to receive, but much, much more of a blessing to give. Them, yeah. And that's not just, just, just monetarily, but time. Nobody has time for each other no more. Let me ask you this. Was Ronald's death impactful? Everybody that knows you, anybody follows you on social media knows you're famous for these words, I got it done. <laughs> that's your, you say it every day, get it done right? yes yes was ronald's death in any way influential of you moving yes. into that space yes okay. and it was um and still is okay you know people and i understand when people kind of deceive themselves yeah. and say oh i'm happy being fat no nah. No, you're not. Yeah. You're not. Now you can learn to live that way. We're happy with the fat habits. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're happy. So because I learned through Ronald's situation, the heart attack happened because he was overweight yeah. and various other things that he ate. And so even after the first time, yeah. I, you know, I was at that point, I had worked out and I lost weight, mm -hmm. encouraged him, he came around, mm -hmm. he lost 60 pounds, mm. and then he just stopped and he went back and with that, comes depression mm. other things come through the yeah, door yeah, when yeah. you're not healthy high blood pressure yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. diabetes and all those things and there's things that we can do to stop that mm. if we get it done mm. you know yeah. and so that's something that i will always continue to do because i've seen the struggles in others that live that life without exercise and by the way for those you don't know BB's thing, get it done, means workout. Get your workout in. And he says yes. it every single day, get it done. And so what I see from you is you're like an anomaly, right? Like, and I want to kind of go in this space with you. You're not a traditional cat. Like, yeah. you don't fit the churchy mode. You never did. Never like, your did. style, your swag. Like, and then you, you sing stuff that's not like, you know, it's, it's like you singing about stuff that yeah. like nobody's singing about. <laughs> And then you're talking about this fitness stuff and mm -hmm. you ain't saying praise the Lord, you're saying get it done, right? <laughs> like, have you taken over the years, and you seem to be really cool with it and comfortable oh, in your skin, yes. but has that been a journey for you? Did you have, you, have you received criticism from the church or church people yeah. for not being churchy enough? All my life. Wow. All my life, but was not hard because of my father. Really? My father what a foundation he gave us. And yeah. so he was an only child. And just to explain him quickly was, my father loved people, but he didn't care about what people thought of him mm. at all. So when, when we were growing up, my father used to tell us now, you're gonna know who you are before you leave my house. Mm. So when you leave my house and the world starts to say who you are, you won't believe them 
because you already know who you are. Mm. And he said, now, y'all not the greatest singers in the world. Don't sit up here like you're the greatest singers in the world, but I'm going to teach you how to be a confident singer. Wow. And there's a thin line between confidence and conceited. And what people are going to see is confident, but they may say, oh, he's conceited. Yeah. So I have been confident since I left my father's house at 17. Wow. wow. He prepared you. He prepared us. That's amazing, too, because, you know, your family is like every Marvin, Carvin, Ronald, Michael, Debbie, Angie, Cece, BB, like everybody sings, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like, what was that like for you? And do you, two things, do you remember your first song you ever wrote? And when did you start singing publicly? Well, see, we, we sung all the time. We didn't know that we were looked at differently than any other family because music has always been a part of my household. Uh -huh. My mom met my dad in a group called the Lemon Gospel Chorus. That's how they met. So my mom was an incredible singer. My dad was an incredible singer. Yeah. And so, and their parents sang. Wow. So music has always been a part of our household. My father wouldn't allow- And Daniel doesn't sing, does he? Daniel sings, yeah, solo artist. He's one of Grammys as solo artist. Is there any brother or sister that didn't well, sing? Well, there's a, my oldest brother, David, that's he, the one. He think he can sing. But he needs He, he needs sounds Jesus. like a smith. He yeah, sounds yeah. like a smith. Maybe you need to check. <laughs> Maybe he is a smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do a, take him to uh, the Maury <laughs> Pavis show. <laughs> You're not the dad. Didn't why you can't figure you, that out? Why can't, you open your mouth with the mic and it didn't come out. So when we went on a family tour with all the family, we just knew the, 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 the sound people knew don't turn his mic on. Just cut it off. Just let him act like he's singing. Wow. That's but, messed you know, up. But he's one of the nicest whinings there is. But he can't yeah. sing. But you know, it was um, so it was it was just a normal thing for us. And then when things started happening and people started saying, you know, all y'all sing? It was like, yeah, 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 there's no doctors or, or nurses in my family. There's just singers. Now, mm -hmm. we didn't know it would be a career. Mm -hmm. We just loved singing in church. Yeah. We was the choir. We was the musicians for the church. We were faithful in, in those positions. And God continued to open doors because of that. You know, I'm still faithful at the church I belong to. Now, where do you go to church? I go to a church in Nashville, Tennessee called Brentwood Baptist Church. Wow. A lot of white people. I see you in New York a lot. A lot of white people. Hey, yeah. BB, come on, sing a little. Can you sing a little, BB? Let's give us some soul. Let's bring some soul in the service. Come on up here, BB. So, 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 so I'm gonna come to. I'm gonna come back to Nashville in a second. Okay. Rapid fire. Right. I got a Nashville question. So, someone listening might really be an aspiring singer. Uh huh. They they admire you. They admire your work. Any advice you have for anybody who's just trying to get started or trying to get in the industry or yes. trying to write their first, get their first album out? What, mm -hmm. what, what is it? First, I would say be honest uh -huh. with yourself. Yeah. And that's important. You have to, there's different levels of um, singers and, yeah. and ability. So be honest with yourself. Are you a background singer? Are you a lead singer? Are you a church musician? Or are you this and that? You have to be honest with yourself. And then wherever you want to go, mm -hmm. wherever you want to achieve, find out 
the business side of that because mm. there is a business side yeah. and so there's a sacrifice in order to achieve what where you want to go so learn what that is and then pursue it how do you pursue it by being faithful let's talk about the business side yeah i'm not in the industry at uh -huh. all i've heard it's really dark over there it could be some corruption oh, on can, that side oh my gosh it. yes is that true and if so is it is it any better on the church side on the gospel side or is it oh is it's, it, corrupt it's, it could be worse on the gospel side get out side. of here yeah because, and because they do it in jesus name i'm gonna steal from you in jesus Lord name. Lord send a dentist to your house <laughs> with your money <laughs> or we'll give you a sandwich my 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 you know and 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 so you have to educate but being educated as a writer and a singer in the business part of it i could educate yeah. those who want to just give you a sandwich and say you only worth no 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 i'm worth more than that you know so it's educating yeah. you know those that you work with yeah but you got to know your worth wow and you got to know the business <laughs> you have to what, know the business and what your worth demands that's what i'm saying so so sometimes it means sitting still for your worth to go wow up. you so know you're not just taking anything so when you you know you're in the marketplace you don't put your money in the marketplace and then take it out the next day yeah. you let it sit mm. so it can grow it can grow and sometimes i find it in the gospel community more than anything we don't know how to sit still mm. and so i refuse just to go to any and everywhere no yes. i said still so my worth started to grow yeah yeah he's not everywhere all the time exactly he's rare mm -hmm. you think you and cc will ever do a project together or tour together yeah. again? You know, I we never say never. One of the things I think we will do is a live album. That's something we never did together. Okay. Um, so probably a live ad a album in South Africa or something like wow. that. We still sing together here and there, yeah. you know, with different um, fundraisers, different other things. Yeah. And that's simple. That's just like getting on a bicycle again. I know my strengths, she knows my strengths, I know her strengths and weaknesses, and so, and it's just fun, we have fun when we do that. So you, you get it done every day? Every day, Monday take through us, Saturday. Take us, take us to a typical B.B. Winans day. A B.B. Winans day. Specifically, and I, when okay. you get to the workout, I wanna know what you do in your workout Okay, too. so first of all, it was one day, I was 33 years old, Okay. and Cece and I was doing the relationship album. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to be in Los Angeles for a month. I was getting out the shower. There was a mirror in front of the shower and the words came out my mouth. Who are these people getting out the shower? Wow. Because I look like four people in one. You're so big when you, you had to say so, our father. And did <laughs> our father. <laughs> <laughs> Never father. heard that. Yeah, like yes, you, exactly. And I, I said, no, no. I got just asked where the nearest gym. I went, joined and saw a trainer that was training. I sat in with him the next day and he asked me my goals. And I told him, this is my goals. I weigh 255, I wanna weigh 180. My waist is a 39, I wanna be a 30. Gave him all that and then he asked me, what did you eat this morning? That's my problem, don't even. And I was honest with him. Yeah. And I said, I had three eggs scrambled with cheese, I had some bacon, I had some hash browns, da 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 da. He said, okay. He said, okay, so you coming back tomorrow? I said, yes. He said, instead of three eggs, have two. Wow. Scramble with cheese, have your bacon, have your something. Did that, came back the next morning, worked with him, and then at the end he said, breakfast. I said, two eggs, scrambled cheese, like you said, instead of three. He said, okay, so I'm just trying to teach you. It took you 33 years to get where you are. Give yourself more than three days to get to where you wanna go. Uh, 
made all the sense in the world. Yeah. Because we, like a friend of mine said, Christians don't want a miracle. Yeah. We want magic. Because <laughs> a miracle yeah. means you got to participate. Yeah, yeah. All right? Yeah, so yeah. every day for me, yeah. every day, there's not a day Monday through Saturday, I don't care what city, yeah, I'm just what true. country, what state, makes no difference. I get up at 4 in the morning. 4 a.m. 4 a.m. That's what, oh, wow. I pray. Yeah. I read. Mm-hmm. I get dressed. My 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 clothes to work out is laying right by my you bed. You already had a plan. All yeah. out. My bag is packed to just pick up, put my clothes on, pick up, because I leave myself no room for excuse. Yeah. No yeah. room for error. So do you eat before you Every work morning, out? Every morning, no. I get up, you I get pray, dressed, read. Mm-hmm, go to the gym, and I go. Now, I could afford to put a gym in my house like people were doing. I said, no, 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 I know me. If it's in here, I won't do it. Yeah. But if I drive 20 yeah. minutes, then I'm probably going to do it. Yeah. And so I'll go drive to the gym. I put my gym clothes up because I cardio first. So I'm going to run, and it gradually... I didn't just start out, you know, like other people want to run five, seven miles, and they haven't ran one mile. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, did I look over yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There are people in the room that's had that problem. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's Alex like, Williams. <laughs> <laughs> what were you just going to say? Let's we might as well just say, say you know. Might as well go and and, and then you try to tell, yeah. teach people, you can't do Let seven Jay if you haven't know. done two. You know. Call her name, too. So, so wait, wait, wait. So you don't always... Go running. I, I, I run mainly four, five, six, five days a week. One of those days I'll spin for an hour. When you, so, so when you go to the gym. Yes. We still at four. You got up at four. You read, mm-hmm. you prayed, you went to so the gym. So I'm at the gym at least by five o'clock. When do you run? I drop the bag off and then I hit the street. Oh, that's your cardio. Oh, that's my cardio. You leave your bag in the gym. Yes, you because know, when I come back in Nashville. <laughs> no, no, any you leave any your place. Bag in the gym. Any you, place, you, and the reason you, why, yeah. <laughs> well, I lock it up. You don't have to lock it up in Nashville, but I do have a lot okay. when I come other places. But the, the the fact that I'm going to be so drenched when I come back, change. I have another change of workout Got clothes it. to go lift. So after cardio, you run in the dark. Yes. Oh, it's so. You don't worry about dogs and raccoons and no, rats no, and all not raccoons jumping out. No, but I am afraid of you know in Nashville, you know you're just gonna see deers and skunks and things like that, or a fox here and there. Um, so I, I have a group of guys I run with, at least two, sometimes me okay. by myself. But uh, one day I remember running, and I've lived in Nashville for thirty years, and so we're running, and I see. He's in front of me, and I see two deer, and I hollered, hey, two deers up there, and he's like, oh, no, no, baby, those are coyotes. Oh, my God. It's like, okay, I didn't know there was a coyote in in Nashville. So that next morning, I'm supposed to run. (laughs) Fear will would cause you to see things. Yeah. And so that next morning, I was supposed to run with the, the guys, and they didn't show up, and I'm like, Coyote is just in my mind now. Yeah. And so I started running. I'm looking around nervous and, and everything that, you know. So at one point, two miles in, something came out and I jumped out of the thing. I said, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it was a bird. <laughs> you could have hurt yourself too, by the way. I said, okay, you're going to cast down fear 
okay. or you're gonna catch a taxi. Yeah. And so I, I, you know, cast it down, but no, I, I, it's so peaceful. Yeah. There's nobody up. And you go back, you run back to the gym and yeah. you do your lifting and stuff. Yes. And then what do you do after that? After that, I go eat. And so At I'm, Cracker Barrel. Big time. This guy goes to Cracker Barrel every day. <laughs> Just, Every eat, day, at, oh, how many eggs and place. bacon and stuff are you down to well, now? Well, I, I I eat a pancake, plural. I'll eat a singular, pan, singular. You, you say plural. Oh, I'm sorry, singular. Yeah, you get no um, there. I'm, I'm yeah, and I'm always open for correction. Mm -hmm. um, but one pancake, mm -hmm. two strips of bacon, and uh, apple juice, and this is what happened with me because I don't do a diet. I lost all that weight and kept it off without a diet. I don't believe in diets mm -hmm. because you're gonna go back to, if you diet, you're yeah. gonna go back to it yeah. as soon as you can, you probably eat more. So how'd you do it? I just simply allowed my food intake to be influenced by my workout. So if I ran five, six miles, mm -hmm. I didn't allow a donut to erase them five miles, I just ran. The donut became unworthy a donut? of my five miles. You said a donut. A donut, because a donut can wipe out a whole lot of calories you burned. You, you just, Am I messing with you? Yeah. You a donut lover? Oh, Lord. <laughs> America ah. runs on Dunkin'. Ah. But go ah. on, since you, you the man, you the man. You I'm the just man. serious. So, 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 so when I ate whatever I eat, it has to be worth the calorie. I started making sense. up slogans when I was working out. In the beginning, when I was losing weight just a little bit, I would say to myself, my theme was, I, I may be fat, but I ain't real fat. Yeah. And then when I got real serious, I said, if I declare war on my middle, yeah. the rest of me will be little. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Sound like Jesse Jackson. Thank you, Jesus. My, my, my. My, my. Hey, I'm gonna come to you know. I'm gonna let you go because you get up at okay. four in the morning. So I this do. is the last part of automatically. This. It's okay. called rapid fire. All right, go for ready? it. Ready? I'm ready. Rapid fire. I'm gonna say something. You tell me the first thing come to mind. You ready? I'm ready. Greatest female singer ever. Gladys Knight. No hesitation. No hesitation. Whitney. And all of them knew. Whitney knew. Uh, Aretha, they would all laugh at me because they knew I don't care what y'all do. Gladys Knight is the greatest singer that ever. Wow, you didn't even this earth. Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. Being a father. Say it again. Being a. The first thing coming around, I say, being a father. <laughs> Broke. <laughs> <laughs> Nashville or New York. Nashville. Favorite holiday. Thanksgiving. Chick-fil-A or Popeye's? Chick-fil-A. Favorite sport? Hmm. Tennis. Greatest male singer ever? Donny Hathaway. Mm. Let, me, let me put a caveat on it. Greatest gospel male singer ever? Hmm. That would be Marvin. Everybody says it's your brother, man. He, he's like that. He's, we call him a, a, a vampire. No one can ad-lib like him and take yeah. a, a song out. It's like- Give me Mark. an example of him just just killing something. Um, so let's take any, let's take- Got to know you in a better way. Got to know you in a better way. You know you know your cousin, but I tell you, 
got to know you better than my cousin. I mean, he just goes yeah, different yeah, places. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have never thought of yeah, that. And that's, yeah. that's him. You know? say it ain't fair. It's not fair. It we laugh fair. Yeah. because we know, okay, you can really chew this up. Yeah. When he goes up <laughs> at a service, he'd be at a convention, a convocation. Don't nobody want him to give remarks. Please sing it. Sing whatever you're going to say. <laughs> May the ushers come forward. Line up on this side. Whoa. All right. Next question. If you weren't a singer, you would be? Hmm. A writer. Hmm. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. Crack a barrel or church? <laughs> oh. Church. Yeah, you don't want to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I because when I'm in Cracker Barrel, I'm saved. Yes, in Lord. Cracker Barrel too. I yeah. know a lot of people in church that ain't saved. <laughs> <laughs> Name one event or venue you've never performed in that you would love to perform in. It's on your bucket list. I would want to do that. <sighs> that one is hard. I don't. I don't have an answer to that because you know the Royal Albert Hall in London. Mm -hmm. You know, that became a reality. I mean, I was places, I've gone to places that I didn't think that yeah. I would reach. Sing at the White and House. Go to the White House, the Carnegie, Carnegie Hall, Hall, and all these venues, the Kennedy Center, mm -hmm. and, and various other places. And I, I'm sure there is some places that I haven't have you done, named. Have you ever done the National Anthem? Yes. Like something like Super Bowl? Would you want I've to never do done the like Super Bowl. That? Yes, that would, be, that would be one. But I've, I've done the Anthem for very you know, various causes and, and places. Nice. But um, yeah, Super Bowl. You kind of answered this before. Do you prefer working out on your own or with a trainer? On my own. On your but own. I learn from trainers. Yeah. If you could go back to any age in your life and start your life again from that point, what age would you go back to and why? You, I'm being honest. I wouldn't go back to no other age. Right, you're good with where you are. Oh, because um, it was the craziness of being young and uneducated that made me who I am. I like that. Pancakes or waffles? According to who's cooking. My, my, my. I know, some, I know some waffles that will send you on to glory. My, my, my. Before your time. <laughs> sausage, sausage or bacon? Turkey bacon. The three most influential books you've ever read? Mm, Maya Angelou. Wouldn't trade nothing for my journey. Um, uh, uh, the Whitney I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Plug, right? What a book. <laughs> And actually, the, the next one, I've read it over and over again. For me, it's called Born for This. And it's, it's the second book that I've written, and it's coming out. And, and, and the reason why it's important to me is because it's, it's my life documented. And I can see where, where I made good decisions and bad decisions. I made... Um, me more important than God. Mm -hmm. um, and so I laid all that out. And so it's a map for people who desire mm -hmm. to gain fame, but not to trade in their faith for it. So if you're listening, download, I was born for this. Yes. B.B. Winans and 
The Whitney need I you. knew. The Whitney I knew. Yeah. The Whitney I knew. Also, for sure, get the music. Need you. Uh, two more and we're done. Three most influential people you've ever met. Maya Angelou, um, Sidney Poitier, and Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, I figured you said that. If you could spend, and you know, and it's not because they're influential. Yeah, they're influential. No but but in, in 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 for instance, the first book. I remember taking my first book. Um, oh no, no, not the book. The musical, the first draft to Maya Angelou, mm -hmm. and she sat down and she looked at me before she read it. She was such an incredible influence and, and just a wonderful woman. But she looked at me and she said, now you know in the way she talked, you, you don't need anyone to approve your work. Mm. And I sat there and I said, oh, yes, ma'am. And then she looked at me and she said, but I understand why you want me to read it. <laughs> right, 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 right. So there was a confidence that she had that yeah. was unbelievable, but just... And unbelievable amazing. and amazing. And I say these names because I never thought I would meet Sidney Poitier. But to go to lunch and sit with him and him pour into me. Yeah. Absolutely well, unbelievable. I like what you said that our African therapist said. And I like what Maya Angelou said. Anything that Sidney said that you could share? You he, well, uh, he, he, <laughs> I can't. He, someone was after him to, to do a movie. And he said no. And he asked, he said to me, he said, BB, do you know, he was calling me nephew. Do you know why? I said, no. And I said, no, sir. Tell me why. He said, because I respect my body of work. Hmm. Respect your body of work. And if you do that, you won't choose foolishly. Don't settle. Wow. Last question, if you could spend 30 minutes with anyone at any time in history, dead or alive, just to interact with them and get their wisdom, who would it be? Martin Luther King Jr. Wow, wow. It's been great, man. How can Thank people you, keep up with you? How can they follow you? They can follow me on Instagram because that's me. That ain't nobody that ain't working for me. And that's it's BB Winans. It's BB Winans with the blue chip verify because there's about 19 others I that see. is not me yeah and so that chip but and, and and i say that because that is me and i try not try but i i am very honest about who i am and what yeah. i'm all about and i've always been that way but i'm telling you age is just so wonderful because yeah. you really know who you are yeah and you you're not afraid to say that awesome Thank you, Benjamin. You're welcome, sir. Thank you for being with us on the Key Battle <laughs> Podcast. It's been great. And thank all of you for tuning in today and listening to this edition of the Key Battle Podcast. And we'll catch you right here next week on the Key Battle Podcast.